From the fob to the LZ in country or stateside, it's Helmets and Gloves time. Welcome to Hooker Nation. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Hooker Nation podcast. Uh, as always, the Baghdad Millionaire is with me. How's hey, good evening. Oh, Brother, what a what a week it has been. A, How's your week been? Uh, nuts, but good. I'm here. I am ready to go tonight. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah it's ready good. to knock it out, brother. Get the mission done. I know. Well, I look forward to this. You know, I really do. Um, I'm excited to be back. It's we're we're going strong. We've got the website up. Got uh, <clears throat> got a lot of actually really awesome. Awesome things happening in the next few weeks. Yeah, and they're gonna happen too. That's the good thing about it. We're gonna make yeah. this is the year to make stuff happen and we're doing it. For sure. Oh man. Yeah. I'm 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 really excited about everything that's gonna be happening and uh um I I'm I just guarantee that this thing's gonna grow even bigger than it is and uh help out a lot more people and that's what it's about, you know. We're we're really excited about that. So yeah, I'm going to be making a trip down to Salt Lake uh, on the 9th. Looking yeah, forward to it. I I am pretty freaking excited to get you down here. Uh, let, me, let me catch my beer real quick. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, I better do the same, actually. Except I... Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Teeth yeah. cracking cold. Mine's just a uh, a cap, so... I can I didn't have the cool noise like you did. Hey, save save that <laughs> save that cap for Zeke. I know, I know. I've been I actually got like about uh, twenty of them just here in a pile. I'm waiting to get fifty, and then I'll send them to him. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's my my hands are slippery. I got a I got a great package what? in the what? mail. Yeah, what? yeah. Your hands are slippery. You got a great package. <laughs> what the. F- we're trying to keep this show. I know. Clean. Well, it's it, it's going to be a family show. But so I, I got. Let's see here. I'm just giving a shout out to uh, Nick Atkins and Permafrost Beards. Got an awesome package from them today. Yeah, I um, saw that. That's cool. Oh, you know what? It's great. So it's it's like it's just the beard balm, and it's called uh, Wood Chip Whiskey. And their their slogans well, keep your face jacket on. Let me guess. It smells like wood chip whiskey, doesn't it? It really does. It does really it does. Really? Yeah, I you know what? I'm I'm really amazed with uh with how they do this. You know, I opened it up and he's got a little guitar pick on the inside and that's what you use to kind of scrape up the the bomb to put it on. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he sent me so I got this and then he sent me uh let me see here. One, two, yeah, two awesome stickers um some cards just just different things and uh yeah hey nick permafrost beards everybody that that has a face jacket needs to go to permafrost beards and buy some wood chip whiskey or any other brand they're interested in because this stuff i'm i'm really impressed i put it on and and i like it man i you know <laughs> you know the best part about it is it's veteran owned it is that's the that is the best part of it. Veteran open, veteran owned and operated right out of Fairbanks, Alaska. Well, that that's so, a good test bed up there. Yeah, well, and the the other part about it is too is Nick used to be he he's retired now, but uh, he was uh, he was a pilot for Chinooks. 
Oh, is that right? Was he with Sugar yeah. Bears up there or what? No, actually, I he was. Uh, I believe he was with the Night Stalkers for for a while. Oh, wow! But oh, yeah, right he did. On. He did. Uh, I think he's just been with a a few units. So yeah, he's a good guy. I've talked to him a few times, but he, yeah, he's a real good dude. So Nick, thanks a lot. And uh, like I said, go and, and check out Permafrost Beards. Keep your face jacket on because I definitely did, and it's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. I'm on cool. board. Yep. Right on. Mm. Oh, had to take a drink. I got you. So tonight we want to drink um, to one of our fallen brothers. This just happened uh, just this this past week. Um, Sergeant Nels Hansen. We got a, a post on in the group letting us know that he he had passed. He was in a car accident. Uh, just super tragic. So so we want to give a, a shout out to his family, letting them know they're in our thoughts and prayers, and uh, just want to <laughs> take a drink and uh, have a moment of silence until we you. all meet again. Here's to you, Sergeant Hanson. Sergeant Hanson. Okay. Until we all meet again. All right. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about the first time we saw a Chinook and flew on a Chinook. The first time I saw a Chinook was uh, back in 1976. I was uh, 14 years old, and I was in the Boy Scouts, and we were over in this little town called Anacortes, and we were setting up for a Scoutorama. And everybody had their tents and everything set up and their little booths and their, you know, all their little projects and everything. And it was, it was quite a few troops there from all over the west side of the, uh, Washington State. And everybody was all set up and everything. And I, I hear this helicopter off in the distance and, and I go, man, that, that sounds different, you know. And I was looking and we're all standing there looking at it and we see it's coming in. And we didn't have any idea that it was going to land at the north end of the field of the football field and it's coming in i go wow i think it's going to land here and so it comes down and it's coming in and it comes past all the tents and stuff and it blew all the booths all the tents <laughs> all the projects clear up again across the field just tumbling like tumbleweeds up in and underneath the bleachers and i <laughs> i thought it was pretty funny I mean, wow. I, I saw I saw the humor in it. You know, a lot of people weren't, you know, the older like scoutmasters and stuff. They weren't happy, but you know, the kid the kids were like going, oh, "This is so cool! Look at all that wind!" You know, you know, even though all of our stuff got blown away, it didn't matter because it was so cool that that thing came in. And and uh, I remember going down there after they shut down, and I, I believe it was a B model, and uh, it was from the reserve unit down in Everett, Washington, and that used to be there. It's the 92nd Transportation Company. And I remember going down there and they had it shut down and they had like a Jeep inside of it and a trailer inside. I remember walk, they had the ramps, the ramp was down and then the ramp extensions were down as well. And I remember walking up in there and looking inside thinking how big this thing was and that it had a Jeep inside of it and a trailer. I was like, ah, oh, this would be, this is so cool. I would love to do this someday. <laughs> Never really thinking I would. You know, because yeah. that, that was like, you know, you're 14 years old. It's like you can't even think past, you know, making it to 18, or at least I didn't. And 
and to, and to see that was just freaking awesome. How about oh, yeah. you, Joe? Yeah, that is really cool. You know, for me, <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of people judging me and laughing at me. But, you know, I the first time I actually saw a Chinook fly was at the unit. Um, because where I grew up, there was no there was no Chinooks. There was, there was no hooks at all. And, you know, I think I had actually, I, I take that back. I'm sure I had seen some flying around when, you know, around, uh, around Seattle and stuff. I, you know, I can almost guarantee it, but it just never caught my eye, you know? And then, <laughs> uh, you know, very similar to your story. I, I really wanted to get in, get into a position at, uh, at Boeing and so when I chose, when I chose my, my, uh, my job in the army, I was like, you know, no better than a Boeing built Chinook. And so, yeah, the first time I, I got to the unit was the, was the first time I had actually seen one fly. And, uh, obviously, you know, going to AIT and stuff, there was the, uh, the mock-ups and and the the different uh the frames and fuselage and everything in there to work on but uh yeah you know blades an actual flyable shook, uh, I, well i mean that's even a that's even a feat in itself to see an actual flying chinook out on the flight line it is <laughs> i mean because or rate usually isn't very high and sometimes you get lucky and they, it you, you get a hundred percent, but not very often. <laughs> yeah, well, especially especially at that unit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to understand though; those guys. I mean, when I got to the unit, they had all the stuff from uh, Nevada National Guard there, uh, sitting on the ramp and pieces and parts and stuff that just got back from Afghanistan back in '05. And and uh, you know, we had a lot of the you know pieced together D models and stuff and. And, you know, when you get handed down stuff from other units, you know, a lot of the time it's, you know, there's, it's just one thing after they don't get rid of the good ones. They get rid of the ones that give them problems. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. You know, it happens. It does. Yeah. I, I totally know we got <laughs> no offense to the guys in Hawaii, but we got a few birds from Hawaii and man, they were, there's just freaking rust and just just all kinds of yucky stuff in the tanks and everything anyways that's another story for another day yeah yeah <laughs> hey we don't want to cut down our hawaii brothers we love those guys no we do <laughs> i know yeah. we we good, do this this had bunch. nothing to this had nothing to do with them this had just no. everything to do with flying near salt water for all its life you know amen but, uh, no, no. It, it's uh anyways so yeah i totally agree with that man they you know getting there and and being able to see a chinook so my Let's see here. It was my second. I think it was my second drill with the unit. I got. I I volunteered to go out and help do um, some sling loads, do some for the hookup crew. You know, and, right? Uh, <laughs> that was to me. That was so cool because sitting underneath that Chinook, sitting on that Humvee, and getting ready to <laughs> hook up that sling load. I mean, I I I got to experience two things that day. I got to experience underneath this giant freaking helicopter, right? And just experience the the wind. And two, I got to experience what it's like to get hit in the face by P-Man when you put the freaking reach pendant on the center cargo hook. 
<laughs> that was sweet. Uh, yeah, it was two good things that day. So for anybody out there, just you know, coming into the unit as a as a mechanic, when you go out to do sling loads, don't you dare, don't you dare put that sling, put that reach pendant on the center cargo hook. You're gonna see a guy sticking his head out that hole. And you're going to just want it. Yeah, you're just you're going to want to put it there cuz you know, there's a guy there. He's just it, it looks so tempting. But don't do it. Don't do it. Let him go past you and put it on don't, the next one. <laughs> don't you do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> yeah, speaking of uh speaking of new guys, um I got a I I posted this on the page the other day. I think it was Thursday. Um I got a call, random call from a crew chief and he called me up and he goes, I got to ask you a question. And I'm like, okay. And he goes, you don't know me. He says, but I got, I, I need to ask you this question. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> go ahead and sh- go ahead and shoot. I'm ready. And he goes, he goes, man. And he was kind of short of breath and I could tell he's kind of nervous. And he goes, I, he goes, I'm a, I'm a new crew chief of two months and, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with my five and nine and, you know, all the systems and all the stuff you got to know. And, and I'm struggling with my calls and I, I, I don't feel confident and I'm just, I'm, I'm, over, I'm overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed. And I just, I want to do the best I can do. And I want to, you know, I want to shine and I want to, you know, be the top guy. But he goes, I just, he goes, I just, I have a lot of doubts. And I said, really? I said, well, let me tell you something. I said, everybody who starts out and goes from maintenance into flight platoon feels that way. He goes, yeah. He goes, I used to think that, you know, that, that flight crews were just like prima donnas and all they did was go out and, you know, do the fun (laughs) stuff. And, and I, you know, I thought they were kind of like assholes and stuff, but you know what? We're the first guys out there and the last guys to go home. And then we're out there, you know, doing sling loads and, and internal loads and things like that. And, you know, we're actually working our asses off harder than when we were in maintenance. And I was like, yeah, I And he goes, but, but the perception is for maintenance that, that, you know, that we just go out there and do nothing. And he goes, that's not the case. And I said, yeah, I, I know it's, everybody should have that perspective and that experience. So they, you know, think differently about it. And he goes, yeah, he goes and the people, you know, the flight crews are so helpful and stuff. And I says, well, I said, you know, they, they're going to make you learn. And I said, you know, sometimes it isn't going to be fun, but you know, at the end of the day, when you do your eight, you know, after action review on the flight and you're going over your, um, where he's grading you for being a sad or unsad or, or, or whatever the FI and SI get done with you, then it kind of smooths out and you, you're, they tell you what you need to, what you're doing good at, what you're doing bad at and what you need to work on. And I said, everybody felt the same exact way you do right now i said so you're not the first guy to do that and you're definitely not going to be the last i said and if you stick with it for a while if you stick with it for as long you know make a career out of it you know pretty you know towards the probably the three quarters of the way through it to the end you're going to end up remembering that you just turned into the same crazy flight engineer that trained you i said (laughs) it's just a cycle that that's the way it goes so I said, just chill out. I said, somewhere along the line, somebody saw something good in you and knew that you had the stuff that it takes to be on a flight crew. And 
knew that you were going to make it. So just keep working hard. It's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you're not. And I said, remember that. And he goes, whoa, dude, that's so profound. I said, that's one of my <laughs> one of my old one of my flight engineers said to me, you know, when I was coming up through the ranks. So, you know, for me, that was that was huge that a total stranger would call me up and and tell a story like that to a perfect stranger and um, let me, you know, listen to what I had to say and help him out. I thought that was, I mean, what a rewarding thing. And another thing he said too was, uh, hooker nation. He goes, man, he goes, I got buddies that listen to you in Germany, down in, uh, Florida, Michigan, over in Korea. He goes, you guys are really doing a good job and we really appreciate you being on, you know, on the air and helping us out. And, you know, just giving us the entertainment and, you know, pointing everybody in the right direction and being a positive impact on the Chinook community. And I went, really? We do all that? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I just thought we got on there and drank beer and, and uh, made people laugh. And he goes, no, he goes, you guys are more than that. And, and I said, well, I said, we do the best we can. I said, we do it because we uh, love the hook community and that's what we do. So oh. I'm going to do a toast. Cheers. Yeah. Here's the I'll use the guy's nickname. His name's Bear, and um, <laughs> I'm going to talk to him this week and see if we can't get him on the show. Him and his uh, other buddy, that's that's a new crew chief as well, and and get their perspective on uh, what they got going on and what what their uh, belief and thoughts are on hooking. Yeah, cheers to we, you. Cheers, cheers, Bear. Cheers, Bear. Yeah, it'll be good to get people to call in and. Uh get people to we'll, we'll post about it next week but yeah we'll, yeah we'll get some people to put some comments get some advice on there and then yeah it'll be good it'll be really yeah. good so yeah how about you jordan what was your first experience with with hooking yeah you know so obviously we we had done that deployment i was able to fly with you quite a bit and and uh get some experience and you know you you were able to talk to me so for me um I think it, I, I got to experience hooking in combat. And so it was a little bit different. You know, I didn't, I didn't go into it just super, you know, super fresh, super green. I didn't have any idea about anything. You know, I didn't know what a, it wasn't like I didn't even know what a flight helmet was or anything like that. Right. Obviously. So I know that was funny. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> your my, first, your first trip funny <laughs> oh god dude. first mission with me funny yeah yeah to say the least to say the least i mean you know i loved it so much and i and i wanted it so bad you know i went out and i i flew with you i borrowed people's gear just to go out and get that experience and to help out but we did part. make sure that the Alci Tech fitted it correctly. I just want to let that put that safety <laughs> caveat out there. Yes, we didn't just throw them out there to we flail did. in the wind. Right. However, however, the helmet that I got was a little too big. Uh, the guy was was a little bigger than I, and uh, <laughs> that's why I had you stuff rags in behind the ear. <laughs> I'll never forget that, Charlie. Charlie pulls out a bunch of the, the tough wives and says, here you go. Just stuff these in there. <laughs> It'll work out just fine. 
<laughs> well, that way, if you crack your head, it'll soft the blood up, too. I... <laughs> I didn't want you to make a mess on my helicopter. Oh, I know, right? So, you know, going into it with that kind of experience was a lot better. However, you know, I, I felt the same way. You know, I wanted to do the best that I could do. Um, I had a lot of hard, hard guys teaching me, um, you know, got, definitely got to do a lot of PT and, and, uh, got smacked a lot for doing things wrong and answering things wrong. But, uh, that's all part of it, you know? And for me, it was such a, an awesome experience just to be able to do that because I, you know, I, as you know, I was trying to decide whether or not I wanted to do something different with my career go in a different direction actually in the medical field or go and become a hooker and you know that would have been that would have been a waste it would have been a waste right yeah i can't think i can't think of (laughs) let me see this doesn't really sound good let me see hey charlie let's do i know medical nation (laughs) i'm not i'm not feeling it i'm not feeling it i'm not saying being a medical dude's bad i absolutely have the most stuff respect for him but if you're going to do a podcast i don't think medical nation just doesn't roll med med nation's got kind of a ring to it but yeah. not the same as hooker nation it's got it's it's got that edge that we're looking for <laughs> hooker nation just sounds good it does so you know after all that you know experience and all that it was a it was great however you know going through ground school going through progression it's very humbling because you want to know it all you really do you just want to be able to download all that information into your brain and it just it's not going to happen it just isn't so um you know my first experiences flying were were very humbling and and really just so almost surreal like because i didn't think that i'd actually get to be a real crew member you know i didn't i didn't think that i was going to get to be that guy that got to go and do all these cool missions that i was able to experience with you you know and so it was was great to be able to do that but i just the the best advice i ever got you know just starting out was it's gonna it's gonna be hard it's gonna suck and people are going to yell at you. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes every time you fly when you're going through progression, but you just got to remember those mistakes. And and my flight engineer, Joe, he gave me a little uh, notepad, and he said, write down everything that the FIs and the SI uh, give you feedback on. Write down all the stuff that you mess up on the, the reasons why you got a U in the beginning or or even if you get an S write down the reasons the the feedback that they give you right and right. take that home with you and just think about it and practice 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 i remember oh man i remember setting up my coffee table i remember setting up my living room like it was a chinook and I remember doing call and res- I remember doing call and response with my wife in my living room, dude. That's that's how excited I was about it, you know. And I, I set it up so where um, 
you know, the, my coffee table is the ramp and, and I was able to walk outside and, and stand by the APU, you know, just go through the whole, all the steps of con response. And I would just hold my checklist. And, and, uh, I got to the point finally where I didn't have to hold the checklist. I gave it to my wife and then, you know, she would, she would read it and I would do the response and, oh man, it was just, it, it was awesome to make it a cool thing like that, you know? Yeah. And I'll never forget those times going through progression because everything I feel like everything that you experience going through progression sets precedence for the rest of your career as a flight as a crew chief and then a flight engineer. It just sets yeah, that foundation, definitely. you know. Yeah, so. I yeah, when I when I went in and and first started doing it I had the guys that were from, uh, that had been to Vietnam and, you know, they were almost to the end of their careers and, and I had them training me and I'll tell you what, man, I felt like the, I felt stupid. I mean, it's like, I thought I was going to go in there and, and I studied all the books and I, I have like, uh, had a learning disability. Well, my dad beat it right out of me, but <laughs> but no, I, I, it's like my whole deal is comprehension. It's like, I have to read something and I still got to do this. I got to read something three times before it sinks in. I mean, I got to go through it three. So I got to study three times is harder. And then I got this thing where, you know, when you're doing your oral or your check ride or anything like that, when we're doing parts and pieces, you know, Hey, what's this do? Or what is this? What's it do? Where does it get its power from? You know, what side of the, what, what hydraulic system runs this side over that side. And I would sit there and I, I know it, but anytime like an SI or FI would, would ask me, and I mean, up till the day I retired, it would take me a long time to try to explain that to them. Yeah. I knew it. And I mean, when shit hit the fan and there was emergency procedures to go through, I know exactly what to do and the exact calls to make. But when it was just like test time it was always difficult for me and I, and it was and when you're first starting out it is like 10 times more harder cuz you're so you're so unsure yourself you you think you know it and you might know it it's like okay what's this do and you tell them what it does and they go hmm are you <laughs> sure are you sure that's the way that works uh, uh yeah and then they'd go well, that's great. Let's just call Boeing Engineering up and tell them to redesign it so it works like you tell it, say it works, not how it really works. And then you feel like a dumbass. You're like, oh, God, I'm an idiot. I'll be living in a van down by the river before you know it. <laughs> I'll, be a, I'll be a motivational speaker. You can't no, hang so you, it. I can't hang so anyway, so I learned the guys I learned from were pretty dang tough, and and um, you know when you're going through it, you're like, God, that guy's a dick. But but they're preparing <laughs> you for when for when the real shit when it hits the fan, you're gonna be able to fly right through it. And there was a lot of uh, times where you know things were going tough, and and just absolutely everybody steps up and flies right through it and gets everything done uh, professionally, efficiently, and safely, and you know return to base. That's the that's the number one thing you want to do is return to base. So, Oh yeah. Yeah. So starting out, you're going to feel that way. I mean, everybody does. If anybody who says they don't, I call bullshit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree anymore, man. I, I, whew. no, it's, it's, it is a, a very humbling experience and it's, you, 
here's what I'll say, man. You learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about who you can be, who you can become. You learn a lot about your potential, you know? Yeah. So exactly. That's it's, that's awesome. Yep. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. So I was honored. Yeah, for sure. So I can't wait to get them on, be able to chat with them. That's, that's going to be a really great episode. We'll try and do that next week. Yeah, so. and I'll talk. Like I said, I'll get a hold of him. I'll reach out to him on Facebook and and uh, and get a hold of him. See if they're up for it Friday or Saturday or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I to get that perspective would be great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I no, I'm excited about. it. I think it'll be really great. Um, yeah, a couple couple things real quick. Um, I want to give a shout out to. My boy Don over at Rocky Mountain Vinyl. Hey Don, I'm wearing your hat. OTC, I baby. OTC. I know. I I got some hats from him today, and uh, we're we're working some we're working some magic. He uh, he sent me some stuff. We're we're trying to get the the logos and everything right on the hats, so he can send out some some uh, really cool uh, Hooker Nation hats and everything. I think I think it'll be really good. So, um, anyways, really quick. <laughs> I wanted to talk about this, and this is just closing down the the podcast for tonight. Um, I'm actually doing a live feed right now on Facebook, oh, Charlie. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, what's up, Rob? Um, what's up, Eric? So, yeah, I just wanted to do a, co- a quick shout out, say thanks a lot to everybody for all their support. We're we're really excited. We got some big announcements coming down. We we mentioned that in the beginning of the episode, but uh, um, we're really excited to be back. Uh, doing some fun things charlie you're coming down here in a couple weeks we got a big announcement um it's gonna be we got a lot of cool stuff happening so everybody just stay tuned for that stuff yeah and we're gonna execute 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 yeah it's about getting the mission done this year oh totally 100 percent um so yeah don over at rocky mountain vinyl thanks a lot for the hat just bring it up here and show everybody got a cool cool hat here we're trying to work out the designs. That's why there's two on there. But, uh, yeah, we're trying to work out a couple things. We're, we're excited. We're excited about it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I got my uh, <laughs> Rocky Mountain Vinyl. Uh, he sent me an OCC uh, Tribal Chinook on my hat. And I got a shirt, too. And I just sent him back the payment today. And, and it's it's good stuff, man. I like it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Um, you know, so the, the next thing I want to point out, well, two things I should say, uh, everybody be safe. You know, it's the weekend. I I get it. Everybody's having some drinks, having fun, but everybody be safe out there. We mentioned in the beginning of the show, you know, we lost a good, uh, a good friend to many, I'm sure Sergeant Hanson. So, um, you know, (laughs) until we all meet again, but everybody be safe out there. Uh, yeah, we're excited. <laughs> we're excited about everything that's going on. But seriously, Rob, thanks a lot for that, man. Um, everybody, be safe. Seriously, uh, there's it, it can happen to anybody. But just don't be complacent and uh, yeah, be safe out there. Absolutely, stay alert. Watch out for your buddy and get from A to B safely. Yeah, stay alert, stay alive. Amen. Um, and then the last thing is. Have you noticed? <laughs> have you noticed how much crazy stuff, Charlie? You're, 
Don't message, don't message me when we're doing a podcast on there. It messes me up. <laughs> hey, fucker. <laughs> okay, I just tried to. I just messing with you. Yeah. So no. I'll uh, turn it off. Sorry, I blew up. Sorry, I came unglued. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too much. Oh, you're good. You're good, brother. I was gonna have you join on here with me, but whatever. I don't care anymore. Oh, no, how do you do that? <laughs> I, I think I can. I think I can have you join, but I don't know. Anyways, um. So there's been a lot going on in the news with, you know, all the the sexual assault, sexual harassment, all all this stuff. Here's the deal. Probably I went not down with that. No, exactly, but there was a lot of this kind of stuff happened on this last appointment we went on. Um, really? Yeah, even overseas. I was amazed. I could not I could not believe how often it was happening. It, but even with the leadership. Here's the deal. Anybody out there that's even watching or listening, uh, do knock not shit off. Knock that shit off. Do not get caught up in that kind of stuff. No, that, it's just bullshit. Seriously, let me tell like, you. Let me tell you something. If you're the perpetrator, the screwing you get ain't gonna be worth the screwing you're gonna get. Yeah. If you're the victim, kick him in the balls or the whatever, and do the best you can to get away from it. I mean, report that shit immediately. Just yeah. saying, I, it's ridiculous. It is. I I I do not understand that that stuff. It, I think it's just it's it's just crazy to me that that kind of stuff is going on in in the world, but in the United States military, that's just crazy to me. I mean, some people would be like, "Holy shit!" Like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Well, it ha- It can happen anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. To, yeah. Military, civilian, <laughs> whatever it's been, it does. Yeah. Just knock the shit off. Yep. If you see something, say something. If you see something, say so, something. That's right. Something happens, report it immediately. Just yep. stupid. Yeah. Well, hey, you know this has been a great episode. Thanks a lot, Charlie. Don't kill yourself there. What was that? Just fall oh, over. Just, no, I just dropped my bottle cap <laughs> or, or my bottle opener. Oh. So, hey, everybody out there in the in Facebook land and uh, and listening to this in the future, uh, thanks a lot for all your support. It, it, like yep. this is this has become something really awesome for a lot of people, especially for Charlie and I. This is like, man, this is definitely good therapy therapeutic. Yeah, good therapy for both of us for sure. Um, we're gonna have a great show. Everybody, mark your calendars for uh, February tenth. Charlie's going to be flying down here. He's going to come spend the weekend with me. We're going to be doing some great things. We have a huge announcement um, on February 10th, and he's going to be coming spend the weekend with me. We're going to do a great episode. Um, it's going to be a good time. So mark your calendars for for uh, February 10th. We're excited. And yeah, there, I, yeah, exactly. There may or may not be any beer drinking going on, too. There's definitely going to be some beer drinking going on. <laughs> definitely. I We're going to go get some good beer for sure. Um, so watch for a lot of live videos, a lot of uh, live Facebook videos coming your way. And, um, you know, it's it's going to be really cool. You guys are going to be blown away with uh, what's going to happen on February 10th. So um, stay tuned. Stay tuned for yeah. that. Also, uh, I'm going to start this uh little bit on on mondays on the facebook page it's going to be motivational mondays so be looking for that yeah 
You blew it last week, fucker. Motivation I Monday. Know. What happened there? Uh, I wasn't motivated. You weren't motivated. <laughs> you weren't motivated. <laughs> All right. Well, Woo! hey, uh, thanks a lot again, everybody out there. We Seriously, we couldn't do this without yeah. you guys. Thanks no a lot kid. for all your support. And, um, yeah, stay classy. We'll see you next week. Out here. <laughs> Ramps level, wheels chalk. One, two, clear to ground. Hooker Nation. Sign up.